It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Great to be with you with Off The Leash on this Tuesday afternoon. Molly Haynes, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. And hello to you, Georgie Ferugia. How are you, Gareth? Good, thank you. What a weekend it was in greyhound racing. Where did we start? Maybe I'll, can I please have your highlight? <laughs> Um, I love Shimmer Shine's run. I love oh, Shimmer Shine. Shine. I thought that was unbelievable uh, for a young dog to defeat that good a field. He went best of the day, but as we said uh, earlier in the week, uh, Gareth, forget the time. The fact that he's a young dog to able to be able to beat good dogs like that is uh, you don't often see that. Molly. Well, my highlight would have to be Speedstar. I actually held the very first Speedstar party. I had it down at the Sporting Globe. We had about 25 people there. Um, we sat with a big screen down in the beer garden. It was pouring rain, as everyone saw on TV. But we had a great day, or mm. great night, I should say. And, look, it was fantastic to kind of see everyone grouped around the TV. And we got a lot of outside interest because everyone was yelling and screaming and they wanted to know what was what it was all about. So where's Sporting Globe? Did you get the invite, George? Do you no. Know no, I didn't. No. no, George, I I did invite you, and you said no. I'll be on course. I have to watch my dogs on course. Oh yeah, sorry, she did. I must be getting a bit of Alzheimer's there. Mate. <laughs> okay, then. Well, it looked like a few of them were having a bit of fun too, Molly. So, yeah, uh, no. so where is the Sporting Globe? It's in Geelong. Okay. Um, yeah, in the centre of Geelong. So they had a beautiful beer garden, and um, oh, it was it was great fun. And we were there with um, Robbie Britton. He he joined us, and was um, we we're all screaming on tornado tears to uh, to win his match race, and obviously the overall event. So we'll talk about the Million Dollar Chase first of all because Georgie's favourite greyhound, in fact, he's RSN Central's pin-up pin up greyhound, yeah. and I speak of Shimmer Shine, who won the Bulleye final on Saturday night. How good can this greyhound be? Can he be the best in the land, say, um, in six months' time? Yeah, he can. Yeah, I think uh, he showed how quick he is breaking that track record, long-standing track record at Ballarat. And as I said, for a young greyhound to do that against very, very good dogs, off a wide draw too, was uh, pretty impressive. Um, that's not to say he's a fait accompli to, to be, go on and win a lot of group races. He still needs to continue to improve, but the way he's going at the moment, uh, Mole, you'd have to agree with you. Yeah, that was a terrific, terrific run. Oh, definitely. Look, he was fantastic to see, and I think you read the race exactly how it happened, George. And he he just, he just he crossed well. He was just there, and he looked fantastic when, when he was racing too. And I'd love... I really hope he trials um, at Wenty to see it because I just I don't know what he's going to be like over 500. I, I really have no idea. So his, uh, his run home suggests that he's looking for it. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's the scary part, Gareth. We've only seen him over the yes. 450. Uh, I reckon he'll be a very, very good 500-metre dog. His mum certainly was, uh, Shimmer Song. Who wins the million-dollar chase? Right now, I'll have a look at the market with tab.com.au and uh, we'll see which greyhound at the price that maybe you will be backing for the million-dollar chase which isn't far away now, and where is it? I'll have, who, who, who would you be backing right now? Um, well, geez, it's, it's, it's such a long way out. You'd have to say Feral Frankie would be right up there. Nine dollars. Yeah, back to, his, back to his home. He certainly wasn't disgraced in that speed star. I think a lot of people thought Lucy's Milo was going to be a danger to him, and that's how it turned out. Probably Black Opium is another one that comes mm-hmm. to mind. If she can get out and go from a wide draw, she and certainly comes into contention. Maybe even um, hooked on scotch. I mean, Jason Thompson openly said he's he this dog can break the track record over the yeah. 515 at Sandown. Obviously, unlawful entries, track record. So if he can do that at Sandown, what can he do at Wenty? It's um, just he's he's still a baby himself, um, so it, it really is dependent. That was on, incredible on Sunday. 
Oh yeah, my gosh. I mean that track was as, as good as they could have it, the Sandown staff, but it was still muddy and and you know lengths off. We'll have a chat about the speed stars shortly, and we've got a special guest. If you can hear him barking and, and shaking <laughs> and himself off, we've what's his Co- name? We've got Cooper in the studio. He raced under the name of Fleetwood Zach, and actually our yep. guest on on the show, Angela Langton. She bred him and trained him, so he was a, a bit of a gun on the track, and we're we're stoked. What a legend he is. <laughs> This is Off the Leash with Gareth Hall, Molly Haynes and Georgie Ferrugia here and it's time to have a look at the speed star and the topics there on the weekend. We'll kick off with Hooked on Scotch who went 29.12. It was a heavy track you could say and he still performed like an absolute superstar and he sizzled around Sandown. If it was dry and it was warm and the conditions were in favour of quick times, what do you think he could have run? Oh, the track he would have broken the track record. Okay. Just going on when Jason Thompson says he's got a dog that can break a track record, I, I don't think I've heard him say say that too often when it comes to dogs in competitive races. And when when he says this dog's gonna break a track record, you have to believe him. It's hard to disagree because of, of what the other Greyhounds ran, Gareth. I mean, I know uh, Seneke and uh, Steve White has said that you know, this was wasn't his grand final, he's gonna improve, but he still only went twenty nine fifty and I think the second best uh, on the program was twenty nine thirty five, and and the track just kept getting worse as so, well. So now tell for the people who are and follow greyhounds or, or don't follow greyhounds, and we're talking about hooked on Scotch, okay? That in the speeds they went twenty nine one two and defeated most of those greyhounds that we had a chat about in that uh, million dollar chase market, and he's at fourteen dollars, and Feral Frankie then on the clock did not get close to hooked on Scotch there on the Saturday or the Sunday, so. How how come that Feral Frankie's nine dollars and Hooked On Scotch is at fourteen dollars? How does that work? I think it comes down to experience. Yep. Is you know we haven't seen him. Or we have seen him perform, I should say, in a field, but we haven't seen him perform in a field against the complete elite. And it's just you know some dogs are fast, but they're not necessarily fast when it comes you know to racing against other dogs, as, yep. as Cooper seems. Cooper, to Cooper, do you agree? <laughs> We only had a camera in there to see Cooper nodding his head in the greens. Just on that, Gareth, I think um, Jason Thompson summed it up when he was interviewed after the race. Um, when they get to such a high level of Group 1, the time becomes irrelevant a little bit. You need The heat, the heat is on as soon as those lids open in a Group 1 final. You need to learn how to handle that. Yep. Hooked on Scotch is not there yet, but we've got to give him an opportunity to do that. Feral Frankie, of course he is there. I mean, he's done that time and time again. So that's why there's a discrepancy in the market at this stage. Also, a great example of that is Uphill Jill. She never used to trial the house down at all. She, you know, she was, she was fast, but she wasn't track records. um, No, never, never was the the fastest greyhound in the country. No, No. but she just had a competitive Mm. streak and that's it. Would you prefer a greyhound with a quick first sectional or a quick run home? First sectional. First sectional, yeah. 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 And what about Hooked on Scotch in, in a field? What's his first sectional like? He's, he he ran the quickest first sectional on the program, which was incredible. I don't think we're um, accustomed to that with him at this stage in his no. career. But his run home time mm. was unbelievable. He ran home in 10.34 on a mud track. It's just, it's scary. It's what it is. It's it's scary. What about Tornado Tears? We'll get to Spring Bridge in just a moment. But Tornado Tears, and I, and I tweeted it the other day when I watched him and I've seen him perform like he did over there in Perth and he didn't go to the outside of Greyhounds. Then I watched him again there on Sunday and I thought, this Greyhound is taking the P-I-S-S out of everyone here because <laughs> he knows how good he is. And he was just... And Rajasthan's a Sandown Cup winner and he has been a great Greyhound over that trip. And Tornado Tears was like a, a kid who was was like a, a senior 
adult person taking on a kid and just say, I can go past you any time I want. In fact, I'll just let you go past. I'll wait for you down, then I'll come off your heels and I'll go around you. I think you summed it up when you rang me, Gareth. You said, can you imagine if he was able to talk? Can you imagine the trash talk? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like Andrew Mackey. Yeah, he sort yeah. of had him covered everywhere, didn't he? And he did something he doesn't usually do, and that's get off heels yeah. and go around the other it, dog. He usually tries to get underneath. But um, he go, you serious? You serious? I'm going. I'm going in second gear here, Rajasthan. Got your beat. Wait a sec. I'll, beat, I'll wait up. It'd be like that Sea Biscuit movie where they. I just want to look you in the eye and then say, see you later, Rajasthan. I know. And the funny thing is, when the time came up, Molly at forty two twelve, I thought, wow, here's a chance for Blue Shadows to go a bit quicker. Mm. But again, no one got really near Tornado Tears. I know the track was slow, but I mean, that's you know nearly a second off the track record, but he was just too good again. And Spring Bridge too good in the middle distance over the 5.95 going 33.9. Put the riding on the wall the week before mm. in that heat where he, in the trial where he went 34.08 when Campini and Co. was still running 29.5. Um, so I think that just showed how good that run was, Molly, yeah. Absolutely. But look, my favourite matchup of the night had to be Lucy's Milo and Feral Frankie. Yeah, awesome. I think I spoke to George George daily during the week and I was like George tell me Lucy's Milo can beat this dog I know that they've got huge wraps on this dog it's just whether his mind's on the job or not and look he, he's a good dog Lucy's Milo and it was great to see I suppose it was it was great to see them both go out. It was exciting in my eyes. It was probably a format that suited him too, Lucy's Milo. He had a quicker PB going in, and that's why he went from $7 to $4.20 head-to-head. Yeah. But people were so scared to back against Feral Frankie for what he's done, and that's fair enough. But uh, there was always that slight chance, and what? There was nothing between them when they when they crossed the line. Oh, it was a terrific effort by Feral Frankie too to, yeah. to go around him and get so close at the end. It's terrific sometimes when a, a greyhound spruit like Feral Frankie is because of his name, and it's great for greyhounds. Greyhound racing because as Jared Daffy pointed out on our show on Wednesday last week, he said, Gareth, I'm getting stopped in people on the street over in Brisbane telling me when is Feral Frankie going around next? Yeah. And they're not Greyhound um, fans, basically, or they're, they're, they're racing fans, but they don't really follow Greyhound racing. Yeah. But a Greyhound like Feral Frankie has encaptured the, the, the minds of, sporting fans and they want to see Frankie go around whether it's his name or his ability or he's that country greyhound that's giving Gunnar hope and, and take them on a wonderful ride it's, it's, it's priceless for the sport it? yeah, you, yeah you can't put a value on what Feral Frankie is doing mm. for the sport of greyhound racing at the moment just quickly as well with the speed star thoroughly enjoyed the coverage big tick for mine with Sky Racing 2 open access that you can watch greyhound racing the head to heads and talk to the participants after the race. The only thing, I would like more interviews, say, maybe before the race. So I think that's what drives turnover. Driving turnover is getting Jason Thompson, I'm not saying because we're hosting this show, I'm hosting this show, but he gets on this show, tips his greyhound at $8, says it'll go $29.20, and before you know it, you walk out of the studio and it's $2.50. Yeah, yeah. I'd certainly help. Those RSN interviews, I think, um, really help with turnover. But uh, you're right. I mean, I thought the coverage was fantastic. I just love the concept. And we keep hearing from people, when's the next speed star? So um, I think that's a sign. And, like, I think down the track, I love, say, a roving camera to go into the kennels and then then go, like, here is Black Opian. Here is the superstars, like his tornado tears, he's nice and relaxed and hooked on scotches barking. We're talking to the connections and it's like reality TV. Yeah. And then, I, and I think it's great just before they, they're put into those boxes, 
tornado tears goes in and you're talking to Robbie Britton and you yeah. and you're feeling the nerves and and you're feeling the atmosphere and you can hear the dog panting ready to go before that group one and like it brings it to you in your living room or at the pub and I think all codes need to go down that down that track of treating our sports like it's reality TV in a way because it's a great spectacle and a great source of entertainment for mine if you do it like that and I think well we're on the right track anyway can you imagine if um, Gus Selkrug um, was there with Peter Gallo the, yeah. the yep. trash talk he would have been involved in it would have been fantastic to, to really get behind his dog yeah. it would have been great we've got to get our trainers into a little bit <laughs> yeah. more of that sort of stuff I think too yeah. Yeah. I think it's great Angela Langton she was on five wasn't she along with Jeff Britton there on Sunday they competed in the seven match races and they won six of them. And Angela joins us here on Off the Leash on RSN Central. Good afternoon to you, Angela, and congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. Good afternoon to you, Molly and George. Thank you very much, Angela. Now, it was a big night for you on Sunday night. Unfortunately, you didn't make it to our Speed Star Party, but you had your hands pretty tied um, when it came to the track. So out of your six Speed Star contenders, I suppose, who was a standout for you in the match races? Oh, look, look, they all did really well, but, you know, Black Signature probably, even though he was probably the only one that didn't win, he only got beaten half a length by one of the, you know, the best young dogs going around at the moment in Sinachi, and, you know, to run him down to half a head, it was just an amazing run. Angela, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, look, just in, in running, uh, he always, Sinachi just couldn't get clear of Black Signature. He was always so close, and as they turned for home, were you sort of thinking, oh, my goodness, this could be a really nice upset here? Yeah, I did for sure. And I think, you know, looking back, had the boxes been swapped the other way around, I think we probably could have beaten him the way he ran. So I think always having the inside and getting to the front an advantage in, in that speed star racing. And I think had we had the inside and he'd pushed up underneath Sinatra, I think it, the tables may have been turned. Now, we, we can't not ask about Georgie's two dogs that, that you're involved in. How did they pull up True Detective and, and Steinbrenner? I'm sure George is a little bit too embarrassed to honk his own horn when it comes to these two. <laughs> yeah, now they both pulled up really well. They were both super runs. Um, True Detective's had a little bit of time off after winning about seven straight. So, you know, they've come back after just two 500-metre runs and to run a, a good dog down from a young Queensland dog that they've got a big opinion of. You know, he's done a super job and we're really looking forward to seeing how he's going to go over the 700 metres down the track. Do you like the Speed Star format? Oh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I really enjoy it every time we go. Uh, it's great just to watch the other dogs and, you know, it gives those really fast dogs a chance to show what they can really do outside of an eight-dog field because, you know, the harder the fields are and as they get to higher grades, there's always a little bit of interference and, you know, those real good dogs that are a little bit tardy early sometimes but are very strong, it gives them a real chance to show what they can actually do one out. So it's a really exciting series. I love going and I love having dogs in it and I just enjoy the whole night. It's a fantastic night at Sandown. It was a shame about the weather, but they can't control the weather. But it was just a super night. Now, what about your draft dog? Can Harvey be a, a winner of a Speed Star series? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he can be a, a winner in the Speed Star Series. I don't okay. know how fast he's actually going to go, but I definitely think he's going to be city class at this stage. And um, hopefully he might have his first start on Friday night at Geelong. So we've been well, at Geelong. There's a, a scoop uh, for all the people involved there we go. Uh, with Harvey. Do we uh, have his race name, though? Uh, yeah, his race name is Wallbanger. Well, that's right. What? <laughs> yep, that's Wallbanger. 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 As, as in Harvey Wallbanger. That's his oh, race yeah. name. And um, 
Mm. No, that's that's awesome, including one of the owners is Brad Shepherd from the West Coast Eagles, so he'll be watching Shep. intently. What day is he racing? Uh, the draws haven't come out yet, but um, in the 400 metre Vic Breeders race, heats on Friday night at Geelong. It looks like we'll have oh. his first start. Uh, we were hoping, it, you know, to put him over a little bit further trip, but it's a nice race to win. It's worth about 7500 to the win of the final if he can make it through. And he does show he's got pace, so we're going to put him in and start him off there and see where we end up after that. I'm not lying here, Angela, but Brad <laughs> Shepherd texted me yesterday and said, mate, I'm over for the Monday for the Brownlow medal. Is there any promos or chances he could get me a gig and his greyhound's actually racing so there you go maybe grv could give him a gig we might need to go down to geelong and uh, yeah take him down and see what we can do especially if it's going to win georgie well that'd be lovely uh, just quickly angela too obviously uh, got some group racing this week uh, with the oaks you've got mapunga maggie and miss bellawood in who's racing really really well at the moment in the derby mapunga pegasus what can you tell us about those chances um, yeah, look, I think um, Mpunga Maggie, she's a really big chance of winning the Oaks. She's just got to begin a little bit better than she did last week. She copped a little bit of interference from dogs on her outside and, you know, she worked really hard to run a place. But I think if she can begin as well as she did two weeks ago, you know, she can really run time and she's a big chance. Uh, Miss Bellawood, she always puts herself in the race and, you know, she does everything right every time. She's a great little beginner and, you know, it's going to be hard from box eight there. They're a long way off the track at Engle Park from the box eight, but it will be hard for her to get across, I think. But, you know, if she can get across clearly, she'll definitely put herself in the race, and she's quite capable of running a place. Well, thanks for your time and off the leash, Angela. Great stuff, and congratulations once again after a, another big day on Sunday in the Speed Stars. Thank you very much. There's Angela Langton there, along with Jeff Britton, had a, a day out there on Sunday. Now... Neo Cleo, one of the great greyhounds, retired on Sunday after finishing sixth in the Speed Star over the 595, Georgie. Great greyhound. Yeah, look, she sort of didn't look herself on, on Sunday, but it's such a decorated career. It's very rare, um, Gareth, that we get greyhounds running so quickly over 500 and 600, which you, she was very capable of. She was obviously a, a dual Group 1 winner. She was a terrific greyhound, and I believe they'll be sending her to Fernando Bale yeah. uh, when she retires. So I'm not sure there'll be any pups for sale, but my goodness, that'd be worth a, a pretty mm. penny. You didn't... Um, have, her mother had a, a repeat mating of... Um, of Neo Cleo. My mind went blank for a second there. You didn't try and get around that for, for no, your draft dogs? I don't dogs. think they would have you been think for think It would have been out of your price range? <laughs> We're going to stick with Harvey uh, <laughs> on the Brad Shepherd wagon here. <laughs> on Friday, Neo right? Fernando. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was, a, she was a fantastic greyhound. And look, it'll be great to see what she can produce. She just, she's got all the qualities of a fantastic broody. So I look forward to a couple of years down the track when we see our little Fernando babies out and about. Okay, winners are grinners. Uh, there was 10000 put on at $1.28 on Who Told Steve at the Meadows. It was a great debut. It's a it's going places, that dog. Yeah, yep. no, that's great. And then there was 9000 at $2.90 on Nitro Nicole at Shepparton. But the better luck next time, as you can see, George, a couple from the Speed Star. Yeah, 8000 at a $1.40 on Zipping Gallon, who actually led Sir JJ and got run down in the shadows of the post. Uh, he's just so strong, Sir JJ. He is. Uh, he so is like Zipping Gallon. About, it was looked, interesting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he looks like he's about 10 years old, Sir JJ. He too. does. <laughs> he got Maccas on the way home. Don't worry about that. And 8000 at a $1.28 on Feral Frankie to defeat Lucy's Milo, who got up there by the barest of margins. And your favourite, the round of applause, Gareth. Yes. Who are we clapping today? Yeah, 500 at 15s on Millie's Angel at Shepherd and another 500 at 13s on Cluna Reward at Horsham. Who I think Kevin, I think Kevin Mugovan might train that greyhound. The great Kevin. Kev, oh, yep. The Mugovans. I love the Mugovans. In fact, yeah. one of the Mugovans 
Muggy, we call him, drinks at the pub um, over there in uh, the Docklands, the Nixon, they call okay. it. Yeah. yeah. I know where it is, just yep. across the road, yeah, from the <laughs> stadium. Now, have you ever been involved in the round of the applause yet? Round of applause. Any no. of George's bets. No. Now, don't forget, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thank you for joining us on Off the Leash. Well done to you, Molly Haynes. Just quickly, Wallbanger has drawn box two for all the draft dogs. The fields Very have just nice. come through, so we'll be giving an update to all the people that own that. If you can let Brad know. Yes. Box two in race uh, number two at Geelong. So big party at Geelong on Friday night, I'm thinking. You coming down, Gareth? <laughs> yes, I'll be there. Don't worry. Thank you, Georgie. Thank you, Molly. Thank, Thank you. you.